Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into the Eric Tank Show podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Maureen is with her husband for his colonoscopy appointment. Come on now. Right now. Right now. She's like, uh, I don't know if it's if he's in like the prep area. I mean, that's, uh, that preparation is tough sledding because, you know, like the day before they got to make sure that you're cleaned out. I've, I've had to live through that, but that is the hardest part. And then day of you're clean as a whistle. So if you wanted to try anal that morning, it wouldn't be a problem. This is uh, Hurricane Linda's brother-in-law. So right now, she and that freaks her out. She's like, no, I don't want to hear about my brother-in-law's butthole. <sighs> Holy shit. Now, this is Maureen's husband who does not like me. He insults me. He calls me names. He says terrible things about me. And I, all I want is for him to have a nice healthy recovery, a normal colonoscopy, no big deal. And the guy can't stand me. And I don't know what I ever did to him. I have, uh, too often. It's like one of the, of two members of a household, husband and wife team. One will listen. And then the other one will hate me. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what there is to hate. My God. Ashley says Eric's sex hair is 10 out of 10. Uh, disagree. It's kind of jacked. I would just get up and go and bro- go brush it, but uh, I'm too lazy today. I haven't touched it. It's still... Now, uh, yesterday, it was exquisite. It was fantastic, but uh, I, I, I can't really agree with that. I haven't done anything to it today, but I will... Uh, that is the reason to check out the Patreon because I will actually do my hair appropriately. You know that's what I love to do. Welcome. The show happens in the Impact Power Sports studio. Maureen says that her husband's IV is going in. So um, that is remarkable because they put that, I think it's... Uh, Propofol, maybe the thing that the stuff that killed Michael Jackson. And uh, that is, wow, what a, what a potent drug that is. My God. Thank God for modern medicine. The instantaneous stone to the bone. Uh, I've experienced it twice. Once for my colonoscopy. The other time was for my kidney donation. And I, you know, I haven't been under the influence of anything other than caffeine. Um, Okay, so the day was December 2nd, 2020, when I gave away the kidney. And in June of 96 was the last time I was under any type of, under the influence in any way with alcohol. So when the guy, the doctor who gives me the sedative, what do they call them? Anesthesiologist? Anesthetists? I forget. I don't know. Um, 
we had a conversation leading up to him giving me that medicine. And, and somehow I, I said, well, I haven't. He goes, it'll be like being drunk. And I go, I haven't been drunk in a long, long time. He goes, oh, yeah? Are you a friend of Bill W? Now, that's code. Us alcoholics. That's like a nice way of asking you if you are also an alcoholic. I go, yes, I am a friend of Bill W. He goes, so am I. I go, how long have you and Bill W been friends? And he says, eight years. I'm like, well, thank God. I wish it were longer because you're a doctor. Uh, At that point, let's see, 96, 06, 16. At that point, I had been a friend of Bill W for like 24 years. I forget why that. I think Bill W is the um, is the actual guy who actually invented Alcoholics Anonymous. The idea that you get together in a group, talk, and then it has a miraculous effect on people. Oh yeah, I'm a friend of Bill. W. Okay, great. He goes well. I'm going to give you this and it's going to be like incredible. And, um, I will say that I wonder, you know, in experiencing that, if there's ever been anybody who has been on the wagon for extended time and then the doc puts the medicine and they realize how great it is to be drunk. And then after the surgery, like a few days pass and they go, fuck, let's start drinking again. That was too great. So he puts the medicine in and within seconds, I'll never forget the, uh, it was a blue curtain with Chad, like, um, stripes and they appeared to be moving. And I went, Oh, Oh man. Wow. And I, Oh my God. It was so awesome. And, uh, they wheel me out into the hall. Aram says, uh, Bill Wilson and doc and Dr. Bob Smith are the co-founders. They wheel me out into the hall. Um, and Jeffrey is in the room next to me, the guy I'm giving the kidney to. And I'm like, Hey man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, man? And he's like, Hey, Eric, oh, thank you so much. He's crying. He's super emotional. Oh, I gotta get it. It's happening. I'm like, yeah, man. Fuck. Yes. Cousin of high school, bitch. Fuck. Yeah. Patriots. Woo. They wheel me into the operating room and, uh, I'll never forget how cute all of the, um, young people. When I say young, like nurses, physicians, assistants, surgeons, assistants, um, that, you know, they have the masks on. And one of the things about COVID that I always was like, wow, that's fucking incredible is you could have someone who's butt fucking ugly, but if they have nice eyes and the mask covers their nose, their ugly nose and their ugly mouth and their mottled skin. They can actually look cute. So I think that COVID masks were leading to, um, you know, you could look at someone's eyes and go, God damn it. That's a, those are pretty eyes. And I forget walking or uh, rolling in there. I'm on, on my back and uh, 
seeing all these pretty sets of eyes. I'm like, God damn it. Everybody here is, has beautiful eyes. I was so struck by that. And then, um, fast forward to the day that I was the next day when I'm walking out, I'm in the elevator and, uh, one of, there's this young woman with Diana and I, and, uh, she looks at me and I kind of look at her and I think nothing of it. And then she looks back at me and I'm like, uh Oh, okay. This is uh she's probably in love with me. I, I mean, I, who could blame her? And, uh, you know, I have that effect. I have that effect. Women just, they adore your old pal easy. The charm level on your old pal easy is ridiculous. I don't even have to be doing anything. If I try, I mean, there's just puddles everywhere. So I'm not trying. I'm just looking at her and she, and she says, uh, I was with you for your surgery. I was in the operating room. I go, Oh, Oh my God. Then, you know, Eric Zaitunian starts talking. I go, Oh, <laughs> hello. Well, thank you. You did a great job. Oh, uh, uh, prettiest eyes in the world. Um, so that medicine, Oh, God, it just was fantastic. I can now I know why Michael Jackson actually died from it. That's that's a good trade. Cause that drug is outstanding. If they were to actually uh if some brilliant um drug trafficking brain in Mexico were to synthesize that. And make it so that you could um, uh, consume that as easy as other drugs. Oh, I would so do that. I would so do that. Ashley says, I hated COVID masks. You can't see my smile, which is all I have. Chris says, good morning, Tune Man. Ashley, what are you talking about? What about your uh, your pleasant demeanor? What about your uh, um, you know a, a sweet soul like washing random dogs for no reason? Anyway, so that's what um, Mr. Maureen is going through, and the guy just cannot stand me. He just cannot stand your old pal Easy. Why? I don't know. It's remarkable. What is there not to love? You stupid idiot. What the fuck? I have dear meathead today. Dad and Joanne will join us in 46 minutes. You can send a question along for dear meathead, Eric at ericsaintshow.com. As always, dad loves to hear from you. He's always very excited. Talked to him yesterday. Um, he surprised the shit out of me because I, um, you know, being that he has dementia, but yesterday online, I saw a Facebook post that said light at the end of the tunnel tunnel. Literally, we are gaining two minutes of daylight a day. And I'm like, Oh yes, I love that. I love it. When, when that starts to be noticeable. More daylight. Yes, it won't be long. Think spring. Come on, let's go. I think 
there's really something to it. I have uh, milestones. One of them, honest to God, the Daytona 500. When the Daytona 500 hits, I'm like, okay, that to me is a real sure sign. Also, I think this actually happens before the Daytona 500. Pitchers and catchers report to spring training. That's another big one. The Oscars, big one. Think spring. Once I get through February and I get to March, to me, I'm home free. Because the old saying is, and I know Ben knows this because he's a weather guru, in like a lion, out like a lamb. So you might get socked with a with a winter storm, but you could also end up March with like 70 degrees. You get through that shit, and then I'm ready. I am ready. And every year, as soon as it starts to warm up, I tell myself the same thing. I am not going to miss a second of the sunshine. I'm not taking anything for granted. And then I immediately do. And then summer ends. I haven't done shit. It's back to winter. God fucking shit. Nick, the electrician. Had a question from something we were talking about earlier. About me being a drunkard. What kind of drunk were you that made you stop? Mean drunk or something? Um, well, I don't know if I was necessarily mean, but just everything was, uh, difficult and nothing would get done and everything was wrong. And we've got a young child and there I am drunk when I'm supposed to be taking care of him. And, uh, my wife realized early on that. It was going to be bad if I continued because of this particular day. We got, I got back from a golf outing. I was drunk, picked up Jim drunk from the sitter, brought him home, put him in the, uh, uh, crib. And then I passed out and then I woke up, Diana woke me up and Jim is still in the, uh, crib and thank God nothing happened to him. But she realized that he was essentially unsupervised while in the crib. So she was very, very upset at me, and uh, she basically said, all right, that's it. Uh, my way or the highway, what's it going to be? I mean, like, right there. She goes, you have to decide right now, like this exact th- second. You either stop drinking and you never drink ever again as long as you live, or we're getting a divorce. How does that sound? And I went, oh, well, I'm going to stop drinking then. And so uh, that was it. That was it. It never really, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I was going to die because I drive drunk all the time. And just, you know, I've got enough going against me to have, uh, to not be, I mean, with all the things that go through my brain, um, me to have to deal with uh, a numb alcohol brain would probably end up killing me. Something bad would happen or I'd kill someone else. I'd wind up dead, badly injured or in jail. So you just take that factor out of there and then that's it. Now I can't imagine 
a life being drunk. That's that's fucking crazy. Chris says negative Pooh Bear points times 1,000 from that incident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ashley writes, personally offended. Eric let his son slip out of my fingers. Having me as a daughter-in-law would have been the best thing that ever happened to him. Well, I can't disagree with that. I cannot, I can't, I mean, I would say that you got a 50-50 chance of having that be the best thing that ever happened. I mean, there is a real wild card factor there with you. It could go either way. You know? Uh, that those psychopathic tendencies could be very entertaining. Ashley says, is he married? (laughs) Yes. Yes, Ashley. And he's much too young for you. Well, I think, I don't know. Jim is, I mean, he's married, so I wouldn't entertain this because I love my daughter-in-law, but Jim's 28. And I think you're, uh, like 37 or something like that. Uh, That's a little weird, isn't it? No, that would be remarkable, though. That would be so weird. I'd be like, okay, all right. What the fuck? Um, he has two children. He had a uh, he had a kid very young, and then one right after that. She says, you seem to keep having a son a secret with me. Radio says, or radio voice, Linda says, too young. You want me to get together with cutie patootie, and he's like 20. Chris says, yeah, Eric slipped one past the Pooh Bear goalie early. All right. Ashley says, Linda, update. She is talking about Linda with this guy that she's in communication with. No update, she says. Corey says, I remember when you announced when your daughter-in-law was pregnant again, you were on the road with Free Beer and Hot Wings. Yeah, it was a live show somewhere. The crowd was shocked. All right. That your Stanley Cups may kill you. So all those Stanley Cups that everybody has, somebody's figured out that they contain lead. Like they when they manufacture the cup just before they uh put it all together, they 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 like pack it full of lead. There's another company that makes a similar mug, totally not related, and they are, they don't use lead. Now, this is a great opportunity because they right away are jumping on board saying, yeah, our, our mugs are just as good, and uh, they, there's nothing inside of them that will, call, that, that will kill you, that will poison you to death. I mean, I would uh, absolutely jump on, on that um, if I'm the competition about the uh, Stanley cups. 
Recent multiple social media users have posted about concerns that drinking from a Stanley mug poses a lead exposure. But is that a lead exposure risk? But is that true? Here's what to know. Well, okay. If you were to see the bottom of the mug, uh, that area, if I guess you drop it from the Empire State Building, can come off. And then you would be you would be exposed to the lead. So Stanley is saying there is no risk. And I think they'll be okay. I think everybody will buy that. Uh, but if the thing breaks off, then you would be exposed to the lead. So really, there's there's no risk. I mean, come on now. It's not a big deal. Uh, on the bottom of each quencher made by the beverage container, the circular barrier uh, has the lead pellet. The pellet seals the product's vacuum insulation, and it is not accessible unless the stainless steel barrier comes off, which is possible but rare. And I guess the question is, why? Why would you do that, though? Now, I think um, for this product, which essentially Stanley thermoses have been around for decades, you know, the big green thermos that you, the guy who's on the construction site brings to work. I think that um, those have been uh, using, I don't know for sure, but this definitely uses lead and maybe the, the old school one does too. But come on now. Rest assured, no lead is present on the surface of any Stanley product. And it's like, well, why don't, if the other company is not using lead and that's what they're saying, they're like, yeah, we didn't cut corners. We didn't even want to risk anything. So we didn't use any lead like these psychopaths who are bad as Nazi war criminals at Stanley. Stanley, though, is trying to get ahead of this, saying our engineering and supply chain teams are making progress on innovative alternative materials for use in the sealing process. Now, I can guarantee you, they already know what innovative alternative materials they could use. They didn't use them because why? They are more expensive. I can promise you. That is the reason why. Lead's cheaper. Make the mug as cheap as possible. That mug probably costs like, I don't know, 80 cents to make. And then I think they sell them for like $100 a piece or some shit. Uh, what's interesting about the Stanley Cups is um, kids want them. Kids want cups. Everybody wants these fucking cups. And this is perfect because all you have to do is get a little buzz around anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a great toy, if it's an article of clothing, if it's a pop star. As long as there's a fervor for it, the stupid American public will want it. How else can you explain Taylor Swift? Or any, who's that country star that I hate? Uh, Morgan Wallen. Um, these people are not very uh, good musicians. Their music is pedestrian, simple, uh, uh, boring, basic, repetitive. Uh, these products are ridiculous. And all you need to do is get a little buzz on them and everybody's going to want it. It's remarkable. Uh, when it comes to marketing, the American public is, uh, you know, 
Hook, line, and sinker every time. So do they contain lead? Absolutely. Lead naturally occurring metal found abundantly throughout the earth. I don't need to tell you that. Isn't that amazing that uh, it wasn't that long ago that like paint had lead in it and gasoline had lead in it? And we're like, ah. Symptoms of lead poisoning. High blood pressure, joint and muscle pain, memory and concentration trouble, headache, stomach pain, mood disorders. This sounds like what I have now. Does this mean I should get rid of my Stanley Cup? As long as the cover on the bottom stays in place, there's no risk in owning the product. If it comes off, throw it away. Health issues rarely arise from a single instance of lead exposure. Repeated exposure to lead is what's most worrisome. Worrisome. Like you can get a house and you can have lead paint on the walls. All right. Uh, if you were to rip the walls out, all that dust kicks up. You got to have like a respirator on. There's all sorts of shit. Oh my God. Lead paint chips. This is what got it started. One of these mom squad TikTokers. This mom squad TikToker. I think she calls herself like Mama Lead. No, Lead Safe Mama. This is her like device. She's walking all around the house. She's got various testing things to test lead. And she just walks around the United States just testing everything she sees. Kids don't even know who she is because she spends her every waking hour of her life testing everything to make sure it has no lead. They got a dog. She starts testing the dog for lead. The dog has a device on it. And then she makes TikTok videos. And she probably has like 90 million moms who follow her and love her dearly because she is protecting the children from lead. Megan says she may know Kristen Megan Kelly truly. I didn't realize that Kristen Megan Kelly was a... Uh, was a uh, lead commando. I had no idea. Uh, I'm stalling because anytime we mention Kristen Megan Kelly, we have to uh, play the voicemail that she left one of my sponsors. I don't hear it. I don't think I have it. What the hell is happening? All right. I thought I had it and I don't. There's a pretty good chance. Pretty good chance. A bunch of uh, audio is going to start playing randomly. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly, and I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge in making the. That's the wrong one. This is the right one. This is the actual phone call. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm a veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm a veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm a veteran. 
I am the mother. I'm the veteran of a child that he spoke about on his podcast. I'm the veteran in a sexual manner. I'm the veteran, um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. That's, yeah. Like I would go on the air, uh, like I'd start broadcasting and say, yeah, hey, on this show, I want to talk about the sex acts that I want a kindergartner to perform. I've had the sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm the vet- hey, hey, Kristen, uh, do you think maybe we could get your daughter to perform sex acts? Your six-year-old daughter. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm a veteran. This is not protected speech. I'm a veteran when discussing sexual acts of a veteran. Um, I'm a veteran. It was an attack on me and my family. And uh, Yes, of course it was. Uh, I'm a veteran. It's one thing to have an opinion of adults, but again, it's not protected to be. Why are veterans such pussies? Can someone explain that one to me? To speak sexually about a seven-year-old girl. Um, I'm a veteran. If you would like to see the evidence, and uh, I have seen on social media, someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm a veteran. But they want your business to know that your name is slapped behind the screen when he's saying these things. Yes. Um, and you know, when I'm talking about sex acts, I want your minor to perform. Veteran, you can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405. 405. 694. 8-3-4-BEEP. I'm a veteran, but I would really like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. It's area code 405-694-8-3-4-BEEP. Um, I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I would just like to hear that from you. Thank you very much for your understanding and your time. I'm a veteran. Thanks. Thank you, Megan, for bringing up the multi-talented Scientist Kristen Megan Kelly. So we could play that. All right, this is what got the ball rolling. This this mom mom squatter. I am Can you oh, hold on a second? My mom and dad, the extent of which they took care of us was they would say okay when we said, Hey, we're leaving the house. We're gonna go play. You know especially this summer, 8 a.m., you're playing baseball. You get home at like 9.30 at night. Uh, We didn't even need a... My mom... Okay, my dad left when I was eight, and my mom immediately started working. There was never a babysitter. She would just go to work, and we'd go out. We'd leave the fucking house. There'd be no one home, because we'd be out doing shit that kids do babysitter fuck the fact that nowadays you got moms and dads walking around with lead meters jesus christ doing the testing for the stanley on a stanley where the bottom cap came off no that you took off um it was a, a disc and it is testing positive for lead <gasps> um depending on the placement of the xrf this is at two hundred eighty-six thousand. about there i did a reading earlier where i got the scope of the xrf yeah whatever you do don't give us any context don't tell us what that i mean obviously it's written in red it means something bad i mean even if the if if i had one of these cups 
and that disc was off, I'd still use it. You know why? Because I'm not going to stick my fingers in there and start to finger the lead or tongue it. Right on the ceiling dot. My God, a level as high as 340,000 parts per million lead. So <clears throat> that's the Stanley where the little disc slash sticker came off the bottom. You took it off, asshole. <clears throat> Why does she keep going? Thousand <clears throat> <clears throat> parts per million lead. I just want it to be clear to y'all. I did not say that the Stanley was lead free. What I said was that it's lead free in all accessible components, and I wasn't willing to just destroy a product <clears throat> in the name of um, finding out if it lead because there was, you know, it was so expensive. But now we knew, we know that these Stanley are sealed with lead. So if the bottom comes off, there does appear to be a bit of glue here, uh, but I would definitely ask for a refund, throw this out. You don't want this to be exposed, especially if a kiddo is using it. This was being used by a kiddo, obviously. Don't say kiddo. Um, so these should not be used if the bottom seal is compromised. Yes, they should. That's a hunk of basically solid lead. The reason it's coming in at- um, Quit touching it then. 255,000 and not 100% is maybe it's 60, 40 lead, like 600,000 or 400,000 parts per million lead, but there's some glue and stainless steel. All right, all right, shut up. Enough, enough with this. Uh, I agree with Rebecca. She says, I hate it when people say kiddo. How are the kiddos? Shut up. Uh, think of the girl arrested for all those Stanleys in her trunk, and now everyone is returning them. I don't know that story. Maureen says, just roaming the mean streets in City of Warren. Aram says, Eric cooked leg of lamb for him and his friends. Oh, that would be something. Donko refers to her as a busybody, without a doubt. It's like, come on. All right. So, really, this story is nothing. But if you are the competition that makes the same mug with no lead, perfect opportunity. It's your own free market solution. Uh... For me, I would never buy the fucking Stanley Cup because it's just like um, those products like uh, Yeti, shit like that. Um, they just drive the price up. It's the same thing as any other goddamn cooler for fuck's sake. I don't give a shit. And the same thing with these mugs. These mugs have been around in different forms forever. Who gives a shit? It's, it holds water. I don't even take any cup. I just go to a drinking fountain and drink when I'm thirsty. Why do I have to have this big fucking lead-filled cup by my side the whole time that, that weighs so fucking goddamn much? It's ridiculous. One of you said, I can't not think of hockey when I see Stanley Cup. I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah, the Stanley Cup. Okay, great. God damn it. Uh, dear Meathead in 22 minutes. Yesterday, I uh, I mentioned that, well, I've mentioned two things. Uh, I mentioned that I've been uh, using the Vitamix to make smoothies. 
recently. And uh, the other day I was kind of dragging. And I didn't know if it had something to do with changing diet or what. But yesterday especially was a little bit, I was a little bit groggy. And uh, that's all it took for Aaron to reach out to me. Tell me what you think of this. Your Vitamix will love this. No joke. It will wake you up in a split second come morning. Now, I don't know what, I mean, like today, I don't feel groggy at all. Yesterday I did. I appreciated that he was thinking of me, but he says, I think it's the garlic and the ginger. It works 100% to make you feel good with the cost of being much too awake. I have these now and then. Wish I had the dedication to make every day. Ginger is intense for me. So take it how you will. And the subject line said Hulk loads. I guess. Okay, this is a Joe Rogan thing. So that means that I won't try it. If Okay, if Joe Rogan does it, that means I won't do it. Joe Rogan's infamous Hulk loads kale shake. And I, I read the ingredients and I sent Aaron here. How does it taste? And he said, like Hulk loads would probably taste the apple or whatever should you choose with sugar will offset slightly. You take one large salad size clump of kale. Problem number one. Three stalks of celery. Why? I don't know. Maybe for the fiber, I guess. I mean, celery is, you know, there's nothing to it. A cucumber. Why? I don't know. Again, nothing to a cucumber. One car key fob sized chunk of ginger root. I guess you don't peel it. You've seen ginger root before in the store, haven't you? Maybe you've had uh, sushi and they have the shaved ginger there. I don't touch that. When they give me the uh, the sushi, um, I'm always afraid that the wasabi that they give you isn't real wasabi. It's just horse, uh, horseradish, food colored green. And the uh, ginger. I, I I don't even know what the fuck you're supposed to do with the ginger. Is it a garnish? Anyway. Kale, celery, cucumber. One car key fob sized chunk of ginger root. Four cloves of garlic and an apple. Now, part of me just thinks fuck face Rogan. He knows how stupid and meatheadish his audience is. And they are. Okay? Those are stupid, stupid people that listen to that asshole show. He th- this is a joke to him. 
He doesn't, this did, this really doesn't do anything. He just wants to see if people will do it and then report back to him. He's testing his power. He could have taken any ingredients, uh, fiberglass, uh, a Stanley cup, wood chips and dog shit. And people, you idiots that like Rogan would have done it. Rogan reduced the amount of celery and ginger and replaced the pineapple or pear with an apple. Again, consider adding a cup of water or ice cubes if you prefer a thinner consistency. I would rather be sleepy. Uh, what a horrible, horrible thing to drink. Hulk loads. And then you gotta, you gotta, uh, Hey, what are you doing? What are you drinking? Oh, a Hulk load. Hulk jizzed in my Vitamix. And uh, this is this is what I got. Tyler writes a good one. Is kale, spinach, mango, pineapple, banana, and ginger. No, it's not. It's not good. Ginger? Are you crazy? Yeah, I... You got to be careful when it comes to these concoctions that you make in a Vitamix, man. You could kill yourself for fuck's sake. Chris says the ginger is a palate cleanser between sushi bites. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Tyler says it is good. Try it, dick. I don't know. There's a lot of sugar in that. Mango, pineapple, banana. That's pretty sugary. Ashley says she loves Rogan. Rogan's an idiot. Are you kidding me? All right. So there you go. Aaron with the suggestion. Thank you, buddy. I had somebody reach out to me and say, easy. Why do you pause so much? When you're doing a solo podcast, you got to read. And sometimes the audience likes to, uh, correspond so if you ever wonder like hey easy why why is there uh why is this happening why do you always pause it's like yeah i i have to in order to figure out what the hell is going on joy reed is um and then an msnbc correspondent i'll get to that in a second i'm already behind i apologize for that for those of you watching the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you so much. Follow me on Twitch if you want the full show. Uh, this podcast, this uh, this live show becomes the audio podcast. Wherever you download shows, check it out. Subscribe to the audio podcast. I have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I just posted on Patreon a supercut, 26-minute supercut that Stevie shared with me some time ago of... Um, wormholes that happened on my old show years ago. Very, very funny to listen to. If you like those uh, walks down memory lane, that's uh, part of Patreon. You can sign up for free at patreon.com slash Eric Zane for seven days. Uh, sign up for seven days, explore it and enjoy it at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thanks to everybody on Facebook X and YouTube, but bye-bye. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. 
The opening live stream of this show comes your way from A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. During the heating season, get your furnace tuned up for free. Compliments of DTE Energy. Is it DTE Energy or DT Energy? I think it was DTE Energy, and now they're doing it DT Energy. It's neither here nor there. 616-516-8579 for the immortal Joe Martinez. Uh, he can tune up that furnace. It's just normally going to cost you $79. It's going to cost you $0 because of the incentive from DTE or DTE. DT Energy, DTE. Mm. Or if you have any trouble with your furnace that uh, requires a quick fix or a repair or an after-hour service call, call Joe, 616-516-8579. Tyler says you lost me at garlic when it comes to the uh, Hulk loads. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Garlic sticks with you. You know, I mean, that is on your breath and it comes from your gut. That garlic smell is, is bad news. I mean, God damn. Would ruin your social life. Thank you also to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. That's 616-532-6600. Or Irvine's.com, ervines.com. Right in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan, get your vehicles repaired at Irvine's. They can take care of any combustion motor that needs any combustion vehicle that needs to be repaired and or EVs or hybrids at Irvine's. The best. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup. They have loaner cars available for you so you're not uh, stranded or in the lurch while your vehicle gets repaired. Thank you to the King's Room Barbershop. Love it. Andy and Colleen, they run King's Room Barbershop. They own them. You've got three locations, Northland Drive. You've got Caledonia and at 821 36th Street in Wyoming, Michigan, next to the costume room. Spelled with a K. Kingsroombarbershop.net. I should say kingsroom.net is their website for hours, exact locations, and um, when your stylist is working, the schedule's. Uh, head in there. If guys get their hair cut, they get it cut at King's Room Barbershop or women who like short hair. Kingsroom.net. Thank you so much. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3 in 1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap 
Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock so this chick is on msnbc i don't even know what the hell she's talking about something to do with the border and uh, see if you can figure out the problem. Audio check, video check. Here we go. Congressional Republicans love to latch on to President Biden and Democrats' successful policies and take credit for things they didn't do, while tying themselves into pretzels to do nothing for the American people for the sake of Donald Trump. All right, so obviously a very slanted opinion. Uh, her her op-ed, if you will. Case in point. Fixing what they say is a crisis at the border. With congressional negotiators continuing work on a bipartisan deal to tie border policy changes to funding for Ukraine. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. Okay. Uh, She cuts to a clip of Biden talking. She says something that you might, it might stand out a little. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. (laughs) Still trying to kill the deal. It kind of just picks up with her. We're not sure why. that She doesn't acknowledge it in any way, but that was spectacular. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, that's awesome. Uh Uh-oh. I think we, uh, I think we have an apology tour. By the way, Tofus is is leaning into the con who gives a shit about the content all we care about i don't care what she's saying doesn't matter to me all that matters is she said you start another fucking war oh my god she went on an apology tour joy reed drops f-bomb on hot mic moment she apologized what she later described as, quote, behind-the-scenes chatter. Boy, that, um, she was so on the mic when she said it. I think the uh, what Christian Blatt says when we do Who Are These Broadcasters, any mic is a hot mic. So that's, you should never, ever say anything that you don't want heard near a mic. It doesn't matter. If you know it's on or not, you have to always assume that microphone is on. Any mic is a hot mic. Uh, does that slow anybody down? No. Uh, whenever I'm 
with Bill Simonson, and we are off the air in the studio at 96.1. He does something. Um, and uh, he does this, and Freebird did the same thing too. When I swear in the studio, which is anytime I'm talking, Bill, would his eyes would go, his head would turn and he would look at the control board at the microphone fader to make sure it was keyed off and down. Okay. People that aren't like me, they like to check. And I'm always like, whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, It shouldn't be up anyway. So I don't care that any mic is a hot mic, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to say whatever I want. And he's always like really nervous when I, and he's like, dude, I, I, he's, you know, probably not a good idea to swear in the room. Like what? Well, of course it's a good idea to swear in the room. The microphone is off. What is, is, is magic going to turn it on? How can you, how can we possibly be worried about this? Don't fucking worry about it. Who gives a shit? Uh, it's unclear though. What Reed was referring to her when she said, starting another fucking war. I think she was, uh, say, you know, kind of like talking about Biden there. Now, I don't have the apology. I wish I did. All I have is her swearing. I, I, I don't. Let me see if I can find it somewhere. Joy Reid apology. This is it. Over the weekend, President. I think it is. Awesome. I could have done this off the uh, broadcast. Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving <laughs> Starting another war. <laughs> Still trying to kill the deal. Before we go, I just want to apologize very quickly. Uh, I was chatting during a clip that was playing. Um, and, you know, we try to keep this show very PG-13, so I just want to apologize to anyone who is listening to my behind-the-scenes chatter. Uh, deeply, deeply apologize for that, because, you know, it's PG-13 up around here. So thank you to you all for watching The Great Doubt. Over the week. Okay. I got to send this to Christian. Um, well, you shouldn't have to apologize. Come on now. It's great. We need that in the news. It's awful that we have to live in a world where we have to say sorry because we didn't keep it PG-13. Hey, Xander, I ran into your boy Stu slinging the dots yesterday. I think it's me, not you. 1969 means, hey, Zane. I get it. And I, I knew that, actually. Stu, talk to me. Um, I'm thinking then that your real name is Brian. Stu calls me up and he says, hey, man. Somebody, uh, somebody, I ran into somebody who, who knows you. <laughs> or he's going to buy some marketing or some shit like that or... Voicemail? You fuck. 
Uh, I was at the 7-Eleven in Zealand and to for Dippin' Dots, and someone uh, recognized me from your show as the Dippin' Dot guy. <laughs> thought it was pretty funny. His name was Brian. Apparently, he's reached out to you about advertising, so I'm able to reach out again. So just thought it was a funny story. Uh, stop being a queer. I'll see you later. Okay, bye. Stop being a queer. Is this Brian who had the... Um... The business that uh, was like office furniture. That's the only Brian I can remember. It is. Oh my God. Whatever happened to that? Are you still doing it? Yeah. This guy years ago, years ago, we were this close and uh, then it didn't work out. One of those things. You still doing it or are you doing something else? He seems like that he was like the type of guy who looks like he uh he could have his hands in like ten different businesses at the same time. That's interesting. He says, I'll reach out. Yes. Oh my god, we're gonna have to start over because I barely remember anything that we talked about. Holy shit. Uh I believe your last name starts with an H. I don't wanna I don't wanna dox you. You know? It be, it starts with an H, and it uh, ends in an E R B S T. I think that's it. I'm pretty sure. I was impressed that when Stu said in that message, some guy named Brian advertising, that in my brain I pieced it together. I went, oh, yes, okay, and then, but I wasn't sure. But now it all is fucking clear to me. It's all clear to me now. Okay. I'm going to bring dad in in just a second for dear meathead. Before I do, I, uh, I do again want to mention that I have a new product on my vouch page, my vouch store. It is, um, a percussion massage gun. These things are fantastic. There's uh, online reviews of the of this exact product, and pe- this you get people who like you know run marathons every day, and then they use this thing to make their muscles feel better. There's two versions of it. There's the big daddy one here, and then the little buddy. Um, where the ball is or this attachment is, it kind of um, uh goes in and out kind of like a, uh, a uh, incredibly intense dildo, but you don't use it. I guess you could, if you wanted to, um, some of you probably would, but that's not the intended purpose of this. It is a percussion massage gun. And, um, yesterday I was referring to it as the XLR eight, but that's, uh, that's not right. That's accelerate. The company is Nimble, N-I-M-B-L. They spell it weird, N-I-M, the Nimble Accelerate Percussion Massage Gun. You use one of these, and you're if you're like active or maybe you're recovering from injury, if you use a Nimble Accelerate, you will feel so much better. And then this one is the Nimble, it says XPRS. By context, I can figure that out, that that's the, that's the express model. You can take it with you, I guess, on the go. But the same incredible uh, massaging type of uh, uh, treatment that you can get from either of these fantastic massage guns. 
They are pricey, no doubt, but boy, do they work. Uh, you can try one out. Actually, I don't know that, but if you were to try one out, you would be absolutely impressed uh, with what they do for you, and you would be like, where do I sign? I want to buy one. They're incredible. Uh, 369 bucks for the Big Daddy, 199 for the Express, and you can get them for this low price on my Vouch store. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. The link is in the show notes of the audio podcast. If you missed that, and if you are watching the show live, I am including it right here, right now. Watching the show live. Chris says, I had a massage therapist at my chiropractor. Use one of those on my back. Chris says, they are amazing. therapist at my chiropractor. Use one of Thank those you. on my back. I appreciate that endorsement. They are amazing. Tyler asked, do they have a double-ended massage gun just in case two ladies wanted to mas- massage each other Tyler at the same time? Double-ended massage gun. There was a wormhole there. Sorry about that. I seem to not be able to escape those. Thank you to Impact Power Sports. Online at impactpowersportsmi.com. Michigan's newest dealer of Yamaha golf carts and a ton of fun in their showroom. Rockford, Michigan. Can't miss it. 231-332-650. Damn it. My bad. It's a wrong number. Head to their website, impactpowersportsmi.com to see the selection available. They have a gigantic showroom. They have a fantastic place to get anything fixed if you need any maintenance done. On your fun outdoor toy, motorcycle, ATV, UTV, they have it all. Shop online at impactpowersportsmi.com. I've got an accountant on the show, Tag Accounting. Website tagcpa.net. You can call 616-301-9516. This is the show accountant. When it comes to your personal taxes, do not do this where you get all your shit together. You spend three straight weekends pulling your hair out, gnashing your teeth. Oh my God, what am I doing wrong? Using your dumb turbo tax that half the shit doesn't even get uploaded. It sucks. Just give it all to Troy and have him do it for you. Give him a hundred bucks. You're going to get more money back. Uh, if you have him do your taxes than you would in any other way possible. Holy shit. Tagcpa.net is the website or just call. 616-301-9516. Don't wait. January's gone. You got all of February. You got all of March and on into April. But still, get on his radar now. Because if you've never used him before, you got to send him last year's tax info so he can form like a baseline of you. That I know. Call Troy today. All right. Uh, also, don't forget about the Grand Rapids Gold. We got a game Wednesday, February 7th. So not, uh, so that's a week from today, right? Isn't that right? I think it is. Sure is. Wednesday, February 7th. Boy, that's easy to figure out. Today's the 31st. Of course, one week would be the 7th. What an idiot. Uh, GrandRapidsGold.com for tickets. You can get tickets for as low as 14 bucks. Not a bad seat in the house. On Thursdays and Fridays, $2 beers, $2 dogs. That'll save you a ton of dough. Uh, get the kids, get the fam, get everybody, get your friends, get your bros. 
and go see the Grand Rapids Gold, the uh, most affordable, fun entertainment in West Michigan. Uh, you know, I yes, for the tickets, but also right up there is Berlin Speedway because I've uh, I've talked about how they are the most affordable, and that's that's true. I, I would have to say the Grand Rapids Gold are second most affordable. Berlin, hands down, is always the most affordable. It's remarkable uh, what, what you can uh, – the small amount of cash you can pay to see the races. Okay. I'm going to bring dad in here in just a second, but I got to pee. I apologize. I'll be right back. Sometimes I wonder about these questions. Uh, Ashley writes, dear meathead. I'm in love with a girl named Shamey. She currently uh, resides with with a man and hasn't expressed any desire to switch teams. Do you think I should try harder or just leave it alone and respect her and her partner, Gary? Signed, Ashley. I don't I don't I don't think she's interested. She just loves you like a friend. I don't think she would actually like to juice on you. All right, speak. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Hello, Eric. Dad, good morning. How you doing, honey? Good. Do I do I sound like I'm coming from the bottom of a well? Yeah, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> you do not. You do not. You kind of oh, you do. Yeah, you do. No? Yes? I don't know. Doesn't that sound like a Joanne? No. It doesn't sound like that to, uh, to Joanne, so I guess she's all right. Well, yeah, she's she can if she can hear it, that's probably good. Yeah. How you doing? Never better, never better. How's it going in your world? Pretty good, pretty good. There's a lot of snow here. Is this, it should be melting by now, right, though? I don't know. I, all I see is white. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's probably pretty tantalizing to you. I'm sure you want to go try and speed up the melting process. Uh, maybe you do. I, I, I want to go back to bed. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, there had to be a lot of disappointment over the weekend when the Lions lost, Dad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that was ugly because they they were doing so well. Yeah. That was Campbell's Gamble. Campbell's Gamble, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh there's been some um uh debate about whether he should have gone for it on fourth down those times and kicked the field goal. I kind of like it when he goes for it on fourth down. Yeah. You know, what the hell? What happened? Did he forget to do what he's supposed to? Yeah, he wanted he wanted to keep the drive going. He didn't want the he didn't want to score the three points. He wanted to get the touchdown. Joanne's right. Joanne's got it. Joanne's a great sports mind, apparently. Oh, Joanne can in, in, inherit every word. <laughs> inherit every word. Inherit. <laughs> he owns it. <laughs> I gotta write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Joanne can inherit every word. Okay, when you inherit something, that's pretty important. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, Dad. I've got a few people that have some questions for you on this edition of Dear Meathead, if you're ready. I hope I can give them the right answers. I think you will. Uh, Dear Meathead, uh, Ray here is a big fan of eating soup in the winter. What's your favorite soup? My favorite soup? Or stew? What did you say? Favorite soup. You know, no, no, man. Uh, Soup. S-O-U-P. Soup. Oh, soup. I don't get it. Are you saying... Huh? Chicken noodle. What? Chicken noodle. Chicken noodle. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, what do you mean you don't get it? Don't you know what soup is? <laughs> hey, I just caught up. What do you want? Okay, all right. Well, Joanne said chicken noodle. So does that does that ring a bell with you, Dad? Yes, it does. Okay, you would. That's something that you would say is a favorite. It, yeah, it's going ding dong, ding dong. Okay, all right. Very good. Uh, Dad, uh, Derek asks, when should you go for it on fourth down and how many times should you go for it before you attempt a field goal? He's talking about the lines. Oh, boy, I can't do that thinking for them. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, He also asks, uh, considering there's a question also about football, it says, uh, how about making any bets on the Super Bowl? Wait a minute. Because you have you have San Francisco is playing Kansas City, so should we make any bets on the Super Bowl? I'd probably say San Francisco. Well, yeah, those are the guys that beat the Lions. I'm gonna I would go with San Francisco too. And besides, I, I'm sick and tired of Kansas City winning it. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, better team wins. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, Jake says. Job interview day. Do I wear slacks and shirt or just my clothes? He says kids today don't seem to have the professional job look. So, I think you gotta you gotta become professional. Absolutely. I guess it depends on the job, but I mean, like if you're getting ready to make French fries at Bosco's Pub, uh, I don't, you know, whatever. I don't think that's big of a deal. Maybe just something casual. But yeah, I think you got to dress up appropriately, right? Sure. I mean, just I remember when you used to come up here and do the cooking. Can, can you can you imagine being out there with underwear? I wait. I wasn't wearing underwear. What are you talking about? Oh, it was. I'm just. Oh, guessing. I see. Okay, I see what you're you know, saying. I mean, you you got to look uh, kind of proper. Okay, so appropriate dress for an interview. Yes. Uh, how about this one? I know we're jumping around a little bit. Appropriate go-to snacks for a Super Bowl party. Yeah. Well, yeah, what are they? <laughs> all of them. All of them. All of them is right. Uh um, I mean, I just woke up, man. It's fine. You're doing great. Uh, Ashley is uh, in love with a woman named Shamie. And she lives... Repeat that from the beginning. Okay. Uh, Ashley here 
is in love with a with a woman. What? Yeah, that's Holy what that's hell. what that's what she's saying. And uh oh. and and the woman that she's in love with is uh is is married to a guy. And uh she doesn't know what to do. And she she wants to know if you think she should try harder to convince uh Amy or Shamey to leave her husband. What should she do? Shamey, 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 Shamey. So Ashley is in love with, with Shamey and wants to convince Shamey to leave her husband scary. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> According to my wife, shame on her. Okay. No, maybe just leave him. Leave her alone. I think I think so. Yeah, you can't just go and try to break up a family. You know? I don't know if I call it family, but... Uh... Well, a husband and wife, you can't, you can't go in and be a homewrecker, for God's sake. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You, you got the answer there. Nathan says, my wife is starting off the new year with a new diet. He says, I'm super proud of her, but now she has horrible gas. Should I say something? Like, Where? the wife keeps, like, farting on him. Joanne thinks she ought to get some gas X. Yeah, there's medicine for that, right? But, I mean, can you imagine if, if yeah. Joanne is yeah. like, how how upset would you be if every time you turned around she was farting on you? Oh, man, that's terrible. I mean, there's no life at all in there. There is no life at all. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad there is no life in there. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, Nathan adds, dear meathead, uh, are you a good swimmer? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, he also says, how deep do you think you could go underwater? Well, I can go as deep as I can get out right away. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, I don't know how underwear, I mean, <laughs> underwater is. Yeah. So, I would be I would be concerned that I'd run out of air when I'm trying to go up and then just drown. I mean, it doesn't sound like a good idea at all. Just keep me in the shallow end, uh, right? Oh, no, you're right. Uh, what did you say earlier? Joanne can inherit. What was she? What What the hell was that? Joanne? What was that? Inherit. Yeah, didn't he say earlier, Joe? I didn't write it all down. Joanne can inherit. And you, you said something. I, oh. for, I forgot what it was. <laughs> uh, Joanne can inherit the words. Yes. All the words. Um, Dad, do you have any thoughts for this audience or things you'd like to tell them or say to them, you and Joanne? Uh, do we? Yeah. <laughs> send some better questions. <laughs> yeah, send some better questions. I agree. I agree. The questions are, are a, little, uh, a little off today. Yeah, they, they really are. Yeah, they're, they're a bit perplexing, I have to admit. We had to get some new bunch of questionnaires. Yeah, I think so. I think that that might help the segment along. <laughs> so do you have a re re research group that you can put on the work? 
Uh, no, I, I actually just say, hey, if you have a question for dad going on in your life, uh, you know, send it along. Maybe you've got a problem with your wife. Maybe you have a problem with your car. Maybe you uh, have, yeah. a, have a oh. dilemma. And I say that over and over again. And then I it, it kind of, uh, I don't know, I think people are used to, uh, for whatever reason, it seems to have trailed off to, for some degree. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe we end the segment. Maybe this is something we should like think about. If they have no more questions, I don't know what to do. Because yeah, give us loaded. I mean, make it loaded uh, so we can respond to this. Right, right. I mean, the quest. Some of these questions are. I mean, without sounding disrespectful, they're they're horrible. They're just horrible. And we've been doing this segment every day for years. I mean, every week for years. And I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're tired of it. I mean, I never was lost for words, and here I am. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. You're the, the, it's, it's tough to answer these types of questions. I, I'm, I'm totally with you. Um, okay, well, let's, uh, let's regroup, and then maybe they'll come up with better questions for you. You, you're right. Okay. They got to do some thinking before they. Uh, I think they do too. I think they do too. You know, maybe they just don't need. Maybe they got all the answers now. You got it. You got it. Well, I love you guys so much. I will do that. And, uh, everybody still loves you despite the, uh, despite the questions I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys very, very soon. How does that sound? But in conclusion, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, did you get a lot of snow last night? No. We didn't get any. It was very foggy. We're heavy-duty white down here. Okay, well, uh, hopefully somebody clears it for you. I don't want you doing it. Uh, there's people up here. Lately. It already got cleared by our neighbors. Uh, they are so special. Again, i got to say hi to those folks. That, that we had a neighbor that come out there and, and did it all wall-to-wall. Ah, that is so sweet. Hey, uh, by the way, there's a birthday party being planned for number 90. We are, we are, um, okay. February starts tomorrow. We are all of February and then 17 days of March, March 17th, big party for you, dad. 90. Hey, I remember that's good. 90 years old. My God. Am I really 90 years old? You will be 90 years old, dad. Wow. I, I remember you cooking. I know. I I think that that must have been a real highlight for you because you you mention it quite a bit about. But that, but that wasn't for your birthday, Dad. That was for Father's Day. Oh well, that's a birthday. Mike Mike cooks for you. Mike Stong cooks for you at his place for Man, your birthday. You got, you got a terrific brain. You know that. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. I appreciate that. You do. Okay. I I gave birth to a guy you, that is so smart. Did you just say, I can't believe I gave birth to a guy that is so smart? I think Bernie has something to do with that. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was my yeah. mother, you know? It's too early to decide what the hell I'm going to talk about. Well, I think that uh, a lot of uh, uh, you came out in me. We very similar types of uh, uh, attributes and qualities. You've got a point there. All right, and I'm a, I'm a very appreciative of those things. 
Okie dokie. Okay, love you guys. I love you too, honey. Okay. And we're looking over to the next uh, 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 next uh, what? Get together. Get, get together. I, well, yeah, you said I, I'm looking over. I thought you were going to say a four-leaf clover. No, 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 no. That's okay. for, for little kids. Okay, all right. You're good. I'm good. I love you guys, and uh, have a good one. And I love Grand Rapids. All right, Dad, I'll talk to you. Bye-bye. See you, bye. I love Grand Rapids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was like, he couldn't figure out what was going on with those questions. He was like, ah, boy, I don't know. Oh, boy. Back to the drawing board on that. Uh, No worries. No worries. He seemed to have fun. He he got into it a little bit later. He was a little bit confused. There is a degree of uh, the fact that his brain isn't what it used to be. Uh, So, you know, I mean, eventually that day is going to come when we have to uh, put this to rest. I would only put Dear Meathead to rest if he wasn't comfortable, you know, or like he was starting to, I don't want to say look foolish because no one would ever say that. But uh, if he's starting to, if it's becoming, uh, I don't know, he's still very cute and lovable. Not that he wouldn't ever not be cute or lovable, but, uh you know, if it's, if it's putting on display the struggles and that's all you hear is struggles and he's not making sense or anything like that, then we wouldn't be able to do that. As long as he has enough wits to have uh, some degree of back and forth and dialogue, we would continue to do that. But he loves it. And frankly, it would be very difficult to actually tell him um, with uh, that, hey, dad, we're not going to be doing that anymore. Um, but... Um, no big deal. No big deal. It, uh, did you ask the cervix question? Twitch locked up. Yeah. I usually don't, um, uh, look at Twitch when I do the segment because, uh, I try to focus on the ones that, that have been emailed in and, uh, maybe I should make more of a habit of that perhaps, but, uh, for any last minute ones, I guess, but no, I, I must've missed that one. Sorry about that. No big deal. But uh, there you go. Another Rip Roaring edition of Dear Meathead right here. All right. Moving on. I want to say hello to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. This year, interest rates dropping. Home prices dropping. Uh, It's time to start thinking about getting pre-approved for your mortgage to buy your home. Uh, I love the fact that this sponsor is, um, doesn't matter where you are in the audience, you can take advantage of the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Call today. NMLS number 3035. So on cue, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Uh, the United States is um, <clears throat> getting more, excuse me, more actively involved in uh, the Middle East. All of what is happening right now with, there was a U.S. base in the country of Jordan. And um, there's all of these uh, militias that get their weaponry from the Iranians. 
who launch attacks against the U.S. There's um, the Houthis, and there's another one that was involved in what just happened the other day in um, uh, Jordan. The uh, militants launched a drone onto this base, and it flew low and crashed into a barracks where American military are, and three Americans were killed. And now the U.S. is saying that they will decisively respond. And uh, they're blaming Iran, and they should, because the fucking Iranians gave these scumbags weapons, and then these scumbags attack us and have been attacking us. So now we're going to get into another war. And uh, the U.S. is going to fucking bomb the shit out of Iran but they're going to wait and figure out exactly when and how they're going to do it. And it's not just going to be like one attack. It's going to be like a lot of attacks for extended period of time. Iran is threatened to decisively respond to any U S attack on the Islamic Republic following president Joe Biden linking Tehran to the killing of three U S soldiers at a military base in Jordan. So um, this is very important that Biden does respond and that he absolutely goes up Iran's ass with a wire brush. If this motherfucker does not, if we don't have a, an extended campaign bombing the shit out of Iran, strategic bombing attacks on their infrastructure, their military capabilities, and whatnot, um, people are going to walk all over us. This is one thing you could, that's very important that he does this, that um, if, he does not attack Iran. The election is lost. If he had any chance to beat Trump, and I don't think he does, if he had any chance to beat Trump, it would be lost if he lets Iran get away with that. So basically, uh, the fact that these militant groups, these terrorists attack that U.S. base in Jordan and continue to... Uh, strike at U.S. targets in the Middle East. This all comes about because the U.S. is helping the Israelis against Gaza. Those fucking piece of shit Hamas militants blow up fucking all those people and kidnap them. That starts that war. Israel strikes back. U.S. supports Israel. U.S. now gets attacked by um, all these Middle Eastern terror groups. Boom. We're playing Family Feud. So the U.S. has to attack, and hard. And I think that the reason why they will, if this wasn't an election year, they might just say, all right, well, hey, don't do it again and see what would happen. But fuck that shit. Uh, Joe Biden came walking out of the White House, and he had this to say when um, he was asked about this exact thing. I'm never comfortable when he speaks, by the way. I feel it's like Dear Meathead all over again. Biden told reporters he has made up his mind how to retaliate for the drone attack which killed three American soldiers in Jordan. He looks so damn confused. God, it's so bad. President Biden told reporters he has made up his mind how to retaliate for the drone attack which killed three American soldiers in Jordan. He has a look on his face like he's going to take off his glasses and say, this isn't Disneyland. 
Who are you? What's going on? Yes. How to retaliate for the drone attack which killed three American soldiers in Jordan. Have you made a decision on how you will respond to the attack? And he says yes. Yes. I wish he would have followed up with yes, we are going to, or but he didn't he didn't lead on. This guy says, Do you hold Iran responsible for the death of those three Americans? I do hold them responsible in the sense that they're supplying the weapons to the people who did it. All right, good. That's that's what you should say. In an apparent attempt to head off U.S. airstrikes, the Iranian-backed militia the U.S. blames for Sunday's deadly attack announced it was suspending military operations against American forces. Okay, so this group, Kataib Hezbollah, Yes, we did that, but we have decided we are going to stop fucking with you. They know that the U.S. is going to go up their ass with a wire brush. The Pentagon spokesman responded by noting there have been three more attacks on U.S. troops since the drone strike in Jordan. You know, I, I don't think we could be any more clear uh, that we have called on the Iranian proxy groups to stop their attacks. Uh, they have not. Uh, and so uh, we will respond in a time and manner of our choosing. The U.S. military is rushing additional air defenses to that base in Jordan, which officials acknowledge had not been as well protected against drone attack as American troop locations across the border in Iraq and Syria. Sunday was the first time... That's the base that was attacked. The outpost, known as Tower 22, had been attacked. The drone came in low and slow shortly after parts of the air defense system had been taken offline to allow a returning American drone to land safely. And they just flew the drone into the barracks like a suicide mission. It was, Except there was no one on it. It was not detected in time and hit the sleeping quarters while troops were still in their beds. Officials say plans call for the U.S. to launch a real bombing campaign not just another round of one-and-done retaliatory strikes of the kind it has conducted so far. Once it begins, the bombing is likely to continue for a number of days. Major? At the Pentagon Forest, David Martin. Thank okay, so that's good. Um, anytime you can uh, fuck with countries and fuck them up after they kill our troops, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's the appropriate response. Uh, I'm surprised. It's just a bummer for those fucking terror groups, but good for us that they did it uh, during this period of time because I can promise you if this were not a critical election time and uh, and, and with Trump gaining so much steam, I, I would find it hard to believe that the U.S. would respond with a retaliatory strike of the magnitude that they likely will. But I'm glad. Fuck the Iranians. Those assholes. Uh, Tofa says, we really don't need boots on the ground. Use drones. No, no. We're just going to do attack. We're just doing tactical strikes and fucking missiles. Oh, my God. Hootsie. 
says, just trying to understand how our choices for leadership are 80 year old men. Exactly. It's so awful. Um, but I think that Trump is a lot sharper than Biden. Biden is not fit to be a president. That is, that is, that is a, a fact. It is remarkable that he can't be talked out of running for president again. Let anyone else do it. And I don't even give a shit if it's Kamala Harris at this point. As long as it's someone that is of sound mind. Tofa says as by as unfit as Biden is, Trump is 10 times more unfit. Well, yes, I agree with that too. I agree with that too. But his being unfit is what is giving him a chance at losing. He is sharper, Trump, but he also wants to be a complete dictator. Kuyper says Kamala might be worse. Ben wants Pete Buttigieg for president. Tofus says I'm really rooting for those red spots on Trump's hands. I don't know what that is. I was reading a uh, an article about someone who... Um, has knowledge of the situation that Trump uses a, a makeup product that actually makes the skin orange and it's not supposed to be used in the way that he uses it. It's supposed to be used. Like if you have uh, blemishes and whatnot, you put that makeup on and then you put like a powder on it and then you put like another thing on it and another thing on it, but it's not supposed to be you like douse coat your whole body in it. But yet, he still uses it like wrong. The article went on to suggest that if he actually had a full-time makeup person, they could actually make him look normal instead of orange. Nick says, wish we could just butt the fuck out and isolate from the rest of the world. Like we would be uh, Switzerland. The problem is, uh, the U.S. being the great American melting pot that it is, uh, that prevents us from doing it. You know? And besides, uh, the influence on Israel in this country is so strong, we would never let them go it alone. Ever. Ben says we need a gay in office. Hootsi says Pete Buttigieg would be amazing, but some people can't get past his sexuality, which is sad. Oh, I know it. I know it. It's better nowadays than it was in the past, but it's still horrible. Still horrible. All right. Stanley Cups talked about that. Talked about the U.S. responding to Iran. Dear Meathead. Okay, um, there's something that I, I'm sure I will see in the chat after I get into the story. Something will be said, I predict, by a number of you. Woman rescued, rescued from Manchester, New Hampshire trash truck. A woman, okay, was in a trash truck 
like the kind, the compacts. I already blew it because I said she was rescued. But when I read this story the first time, I said, my God, is she okay? Because I thought she was dead. Somehow a 60-year-old woman wound up like the garbage truck that picks up your garbage. She wound up in it. And um, the guy that was, you know, driving the truck around, he pushed the button to compact all the trash. And then he picked up more trash. And then he pushed the button again and compacted the trash again. And he did it four times before it was revealed that there's a chick in there. So in my brain, first of all, it's a miracle that she's alive. But in my head, I was saying, oh, is she okay? But then when they said she's alive, I'm like, I can just imagine after the, after they did it four times, it was probably like a cube of garbage with like, you know, her hand sticking out of the side and her head sticking out of the top and her legs sticking out of the bottom. But this lady survived. So many questions. How did she get in there? I need the backstory of this. Incredible. The more deductions you claim, the bigger. All right. I had to kill the audio from that. All right. Back of a dump truck by fire crews after investigators say she fell into a dumpster while she was throwing away her garbage and was scooped up. How? Did you see that dumpster? How do you fall into that? The side door, maybe, but she fell into the dumpster. And how physically inept do you have to be that you can't get out at age 60? Away her garbage and was scooped up and driven away during trash pickup Monday on Beach Hill Drive. 32 years, I've never seen anything like this in my whole career. Of course, you always have to have that quote. Fire crews say the driver had a camera in the back of his truck and noticed her inside, but he'd already compacted the trash four times. <laughs> it's alarming because you don't really think it's true. You don't think it really happens. Neighbors watched the rescue in disbelief as firefighters scaled the truck and pulled her out. It came pick hours up over here and um, he heard screaming and stuff like that. So we thought you know, something really bad was out there happening. Yeah. yeah that's a shithead New England accent. Definitely never nothing but raccoons, maybe little critters in there. They're not all spooky, but never. I almost not like Jimmy's mom. Oh, no, she's in Maine. That doesn't make sense. Person in there. According to Battalion Chief Bob Bodet, that woman lives in the neighborhood. They don't know how long she'd been in the dumpster, but he says she's very lucky that that driver noticed she was in there. I talked to the driver. He seemed to be okay. It's not the first time this has happened to him. It's not the first time it's happened to him? That was definitely one for the books. Wait a minute, I didn't even know about those other times. Oh, she's cute. Certainly very, very lucky. And again, fire officials say she has minor injuries what? and that she's going to be okay. We're live in Manchester tonight. Ariel Metropolis, WMUR, News 9. Oh, my God. She got compacted four times. Holy shit. Having symmetrical speeds is a fan. Oh, thanks. I cannot believe that story. Uh, homeless people sleep in dumpsters. It's more common than you think. Okay. Chris says he's a veteran of people jumping in garbage trucks. Florida man, 814 says, LOL. I wouldn't think that this is that common, but I guess it's not terribly surprising. Probably for the reasons that, uh, uh, uh Tophus just mentioned.
Tofa says, I mean, I drove garbage truck for 13 years and you have a hopper camera. How the fuck do you miss a person being dumped? Maybe Nick says a hoarder trying to rescue a 1986 tape deck. Well, I would do that for sure for an 86 tape deck. I thought for sure this was going to be one of those horrible death stories, which if you remember last year, I don't know if it was 2023 or 2022, we had a, a slew of horrible death stories. The guy who got uh, sucked into the recycler, the uh, uh, shredder, it was a steel shredder. And uh, he worked there and his dad was the safety supervisor, I guess. And all of a sudden the kid's not at work anymore. And like, where'd he go? I don't know. I can't find him. Let's look at where he worked. He worked at the shredder and no sign of him. Nothing, nothing. And uh, they were like, well, did he just quit? I don't know. And, um, but what had happened was he went into the shredder and enough time has had passed that all of the remains went up the conveyor belt and uh, mixed with the other stuff that was shredded, the plastics and the metal. And it was put into like a cube not even kidding you. Gone. And they bring in a cadaver dog. Cadaver dog doesn't even have any sense of what's going on. It, did, it can't detect anything. It's He's just gone. Swear to God. Uh, then, like, two weeks later, they found a, chuck, a chunk of uh, man fat, like ass meat, behind, like, a wall or something like that. And they, they did... Uh, DNA and they said that was him. He's in one of the fucking chunks. And there was a chick who got her hair uh, caught in the uh, potato chip shredder. It made her her head into potato chips. <coughs> Bumblebee tuna. God damn it. Bumblebee tuna one was one of the worst. The guy was um, inside of the uh, tuna oven where they dropped the cans in and um, then it the, the tuna is not cooked inside of the cans. And then as soon as the, it's in the cans, it goes into the oven and then the oven gets really hot and all the tuna cooks inside of the can. So the guy, somehow the thing, while he's in the, the holding thing, the, the tuna falls in and buries them in tuna cans. And then the goddamn... Door closing. All right, next batch of tuna, and they heat it up, and that's it, man. A guy, Ugh. horrible. That's where I thought we were going with that. Tofa says the garbage industry is awful. Labor laws are so fucking lax, and OSHA does next to nothing when workers get killed on the job. I wonder why. Tyler says, according to the uh, the guy who got uh, fell in the shredder, it's, he wrote the guy, they found a dick tip and knew what happened to him. I don't think there was a dick tip. And then there was, um, uh, you know, like the, uh, when you're cutting down the tree and you put the limbs into the, um, into the thing and then it grinds it all up. There's a guy that fell into that, got pulled into that somehow. My God. Awful. Horrible. 
see. Amelia Earhart's plane wreckage found? Maybe. Kanye West acts like an asshole again? Hmm. I don't know. We'll save that. Jackie Robinson statue found burned and destroyed days after being stolen. Let's save that one too. Ah, how about this one? Michigan State Police have arrested a woman from northern Michigan. Now, anytime we have a story involving northern Michigan, I have actually two stories from northern Michigan. One I'll get to today on this show, and the other one I'll probably get to on the uh, Patreon podcast. I've said this many times before. Northern Michigan people are different than people in other parts of the state. Uh, it's a good idea idea to fear those people. Keep your distance. Don't look at them in the eye. Uh, you never know when one's going to turn from being completely sweet to a total psychopath. Uh, they are brill- brilliantly psychotic. Sue Ann Ash, A-S-C-H. Sue Ann Ash is a resident of Kalkaska, Michigan. Kalkaska is beyond fucked up. It makes Grayling look like Beverly Hills. Sue Ann Ash was, uh, is being investigated. She was tipped off. And she is facing criminal charges because she found a young boy on uh, Snapchat or whatever the fuck and uh, tried to, well, I guess, have sex with them or something like that. Uh, Typical, you know, old person trying to have sex with a young person. But the thing about this is Sue Ann Ash is 79 years old. She was sending inappropriate messages to a kid. Cops were tipped off last September. Hang on. The victim, who knows the suspect, was interviewed at the Children's Advocacy Center in Traverse City. I would just be... I would be... If I was interviewing that child and I got to see the the messages that a 79-year-old person sent you, my God, that sounds like the most traumatic thing that could ever happen to anybody, uh, boy or girl. Investigators got a search warrant and seized multiple electronic devices from her home. A report was submitted to the Kalkaska County Prosecutor's Office for review, and they authorized a felony warrant on January 8th. According to MSP, Ash learned that there was a warrant out for her arrest and turned herself into police. She was arraigned two days ago on one count of accosting children for immoral purposes. If convicted, she faces up to four years in prison and a fine of up to $4,000. She's out on bond, due back in court Monday, February 12th. This is pretty rare. You don't really hear about a, a 80-year-old woman telling a uh, minor that she wants to suck his dick or something like that. that that's hideous. 
That that sounds like something like, can you imagine Hurricane Ashley in like 50 years? At 89 years old or 88 or 87 years old? That sounds like I would, I don't know why, but I just picture that. Patrick says four years, that's it. Corey says at 80 years old, she's probably dry as fuck. Ben says Kevin Kuyper's dream. Oh my God. Corey says that's literally like someone Trump's age contacting a child. Um, Ben says, if I saw those messages, I would touch myself. Stevie says Amanda with a movie res- reference as usual. Yeah, I I don't read them anymore. I just I just don't read them anymore. Tophus says I'm already touching myself. Kuipers says calm down. I have a family in Kalkaska. Yeah, I know. Corey says that's kind of like Maine. The northern part of the state and southern part of the state are like two completely different worlds. Completely different worlds. Jesus. I uh, Someone said, it was Corey that said it's like Trump propositioning a young person. Well, I don't know about that. Um it, you see, you got to have a woman. I mean, that would be like, um, uh, who can we think of that's famous and 79 years old? Maybe the chick that Trump just sued, or I mean, that just sued Trump and got all that money. Amanda writes, wow. Well, you got to understand, it, you, you just throw shit out. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. No one knows what you mean. Nancy Pelosi is a good example. See, everybody else is contributing useful things, and then there's yours. Can't you be, like, in on it? Why do you got to tell me movies that it reminds you of? Dolly Parton is 78. Now, I w- if Dolly Parton, okay, that's acceptable. Did you see her at the halftime of the football game this year? Come on now. Hillary Clinton Trying to get some fresh elementary dick. Yes. I oh, God, that reminds me of the movie. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Guess what? That reminds me of this movie that no one's seen before. The fuck? God damn it. Unacceptable. Uh, All right. Thank you to TC Paintball. We got a paintball war coming up on February 18th. If you want to go, reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com. That is a Sunday. A week after the Super Bowl. Have a pizza party beforehand. Hours of paintball fun after that. Uh, not to mention the low price. It's $48. Normally it's 35 bucks for Eric Zancho podcast listeners at that party. I will be there playing paintball with you. If you want to go send me an email, Eric at Eric on the shoreliner striping inbox. 
Otherwise, book your own event at TC Paintball anytime you want. TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. If you are without um, life insurance, you're making a huge mistake. And what's interesting is I just got an email saying, hey, Eric, Diana's 20-year life insurance policy is ending. I cannot believe that. I bought that policy 20 years ago, and she's it's done. The policy is done. So that means time to buy a new policy. Do not go without life insurance. Uh, maybe if you're alone, I mean, that's okay. But if you got kids, if you're married, get a life insurance policy. It, they are inexpensive and it will save so much trouble in the event of a horrible, untimely, traumatic event. It'll make that less traumatic. Reach out to Frank today at buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y insurancehere.com. Ah, insurance reminds me of a movie. Stop. I wish I could think of a movie about the insurance industry. Not everything has to remind you of a movie. It's called a filter. Most people have one. I want you to ask yourself this question before you write it. Is what I'm going to say be mercilessly panned because it's so stupid. That is a protocol that you need to put into your brain. Is what I'm going to say going to help in any way? Or is it just going to be like another nothing comment that goes nowhere? Ah, Harold and Maude! What the fuck? The asshole of the day today is brought to you as always by TC Paintball. What are your suggestions for asshole today? Hell, I don't know. Tophus says, hi, have you ever seen the hands of Manos? Ah, it reminds me of Fight Club. He worked for an insurance company. I like how Amanda writes, wow, and man, like, uh, how dare we do this? How dare we make fun of her insightful commentary on the podcast? She writes, mom, you people need to be more cultured than bite me. And then she writes, man, and she writes, doing talk to text because I'm driving. You shouldn't be doing talk to text because you're driving. Doing talk to text when you're driving is a goddamn hazard. It's bad enough that you are behind the wheel. That's a hazard. All right. A, you're a woman. B, it's cramped in that seat. B, you're uh, C, you're talking and texting. Just stop. Asshole of the day, Amanda, for driving and talking and texting and contributing. 
Asshole today is Amanda again. She pulls it out late. You are an asshole of the day. Congrats on your award. Joe Martinez says texting and driving is better at 70 miles an hour. You're an asshole too. Horrible decisions being made here. Ben says asshole of the day meathead or listeners for not having better meathead questions. Yeah, I don't know, man. I might have to write all the questions myself because those were horrible. Thanks for being here, folks. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.